0: Hey, greetings everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Stare Down, weekly sports talk and real estate podcast, where guys talk about sports, talk about life, talk about a little bit about real estate and sales. I'm Sean Carpenter, Columbus, Ohio, joined by my regular compadres, Bill Risser, St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meininger up in coming Georgia, and Anthony Malafrante across the Bay in Tampa. What's up, boys? Bill, how are you? How was the weekend?
1: Um, good weekend. Hotter. I mean, hot, hot here. Um, Anthony will, will will vouch for this shortly. But I think I might have been the hottest I've ever played a round of golf. And I've played in 112 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona.
0: Hmm. Today
1: was much more miserable than that.
0: It's the great um, equalizer, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it it was. I By, by the third hole, um, my entire shirt was drenched by three holes. We walked, but three holes into the round. And fortunately, nice. it did get wet because then it, right? it, yeah. it cooled you off, you know, a little bit later when the wind came up a little bit, but yeah, it was, um, it was rough. I played miserable. Um, and, uh, but I still had a great time and that's, uh, that was, that was, uh, that was my day today and spent a lot of time watching golf and NASCAR and all kinds of cool stuff.
0: And don't skip over your Friday night, uh, drive-in story.
1: <laughs> You're right. That, I guess it is the weekend. Uh, out of the blue, I say to Cindy, Hey, let's go to the drive-in. And she got real excited. Like, yeah, let's do it. And then we looked and saw what the movies were and she wasn't so excited because the first movie was Smokey and the Bandit with <laughs> Buford T. Justice and Junior and and, and Snowman and, and the Bandit. And uh, I dug it. She not so much. She, she brought her electronic um, mosquito uh, tennis mm-hmm. racket thing and she was just killing mosquitoes in the truck you know, having a good time with that while <laughs> I'm trying to watch the movie. <laughs> uh, it's a great little place called the Ruskin Drive and it's been there since 1952. And I think Mm. the guy who runs, it's been there since 1965-ish, really old guy. And you do the national anthem before the movie, you get out of your car and you stand up and put your hand over your heart. And then uh, he said, this is a family place. There's no drugs, no alcohol, and no rowdiness. I think Mm. I know what that means, the rowdiness (laughs) part. So yeah, it was cool. (laughs)
2: Nice. How, how do you hear it? Do you have the thing that hangs on the window? There's a radio so station, has, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, he has a local little thing. It's eighty-nine point three. But Anthony, just okay. about about half of the poles still have those original boxes hanging off of them. That's they just cool. don't work, but they look great.
2: Yeah. That's
1: it's, so it's, cool. When the weather gets better, I think it'll become a regular monthly thing for Cindy and I. You know, it's just too hot. You know. And, uh, but it, it was cool. Thanks for asking, Sean.
3: Yeah. Nice. Todd, how was your weekend? And had a really, really good weekend. Um, yeah, really good. So some highlights uh played played uh, don't snicker bill played uh, pickleball yesterday and today. Um, about two two and a half hours each. I mean, it's just what a great workout. I mean, I sweat more playing pickleball than I do playing tennis, and it's not just walking uh, with <laughs> <laughs> look at our buddy back there, bill, I see you I see you. so it's like um, tennis
2: on aerobics.
3: <laughs> it, it's 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 tennis meets ping pong meets badminton meets um meets it's 92
2: it's, year old
1: geriatrics
3: that's fine hey you know it's it's, it's mess with you no it's it's i I'm, i appreciate it. it's all good so um also went to the pool yesterday hung out with some friends uh, afterward so i got way too much um way too much sun i don't know if you can tell with my tan slash uh, beet red um glow wow. i got going on um Scott came home. He went. He was on a ten-day trip to Maryland. He came home tonight. I'm glad to see him. Um, all highlights, but I've got to have got to uh, highlight uh, this. Um, really cool thing happened on Friday. Um, I'm I'm really good at receiving um, random acts of kindness and not very good at, at getting them. So I've got to do a better job. You guys are really good at sending out notes and uh, and all that stuff, but. A, a really good buddy of mine um sent me a note and, and a little a little gift just saying uh hey thinking about you and uh you know know you've had a, a rough year here's the better time ahead better times ahead it it really meant a lot it was awesome made my weekend and um again it's it's a random act of kindness uh so i want to identify him but uh very grateful to receive it it was awesome so really cool cool nice
2: mal how about you bud did play golf today uh, I did not enjoy it as much as Bill. It
3: was wow. And, and Bill didn't, wasn't raving. I no, was.
2: <laughs> but he, he said he still enjoyed it. And it was a lot of fun. I, it was not fun. It was hot. <laughs> By our 16th, 17th, and 18th holes, I could hardly feel my legs. Mm. Uh, I was dripping wet. I played terrible. Uh, I just am not hitting the ball well. I'm a complete mess at golf at the moment. And, uh, so I, I mean, I was glad to be out there with Bill and Rick and, and, uh, Joe Carney's, but that's always fun. But the game of golf itself is a little frustrating at the moment. Is the diet helping or hurting? Uh, no, you say, I think it hurt my sta- It's hurting my stamina a little bit. Yep. Just adjusting uh, to I that. Th- sure. Yep. I definitely felt drained after about eight or nine holes, but when I got to the fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth hole, I couldn't feel my I, my legs were shot.
1: We we really should have rode today. I mean, we made we a mistake.
2: Yeah, yeah, we did make a mistake.
3: Um, we're we're and, older and this, now,
1: and we we should not make that mistake again.
3: And this could be a separate podcast. But are you like thinking about packing fruit and getting that kind of natural kind of boost? Well, I know it's you I, know you know I'm I'm not yet. I'm down fourteen pounds. Okay.
2: Um, which is awesome. Yep, yep. I had my first potato. Part of my weekend is our youngest son's 24th birthday.
3: And I had to call Ooh. you out for it in our text, of course. He did <laughs>
2: twice-baked <laughs> potatoes, which is like one of his go-to staples, and some grilled asparagus and some nice fillets. And I had a potato, uh, a twice-baked potato, for the first time in a long time. And I got to be honest. I was telling Bill before we got on uh, got on live, it was it was a little disappointing.
3: It's not the how you remember it, right? was a little
2: disappointing. The cheese was good. The little bits of bacon were good, but I've been eating cheese and bacon like crazy. Anyway, the potato itself, I mean, everybody ate them. They're gone. They look delicious. and But it was a tiny bit disappointing. I was, I was kind of bummed. I was so looking forward to it because I said, be damned with the carbs. I'm eating a potato. <laughs> uh, Coming to
1: the dark side.
2: Nice. Yep. I'm drinking a potato. But, well, I think end you're end. right. <laughs> oh, honestly, dude, I'm so sick of these. It's not
3: funny. Wait, I heard. I heard. Todd, you're right. So I'm going to insist that you uh, finish that. You thought. were right. <laughs> I, you are right. I think it's affecting the, the diet. Is
2: affecting me a little bit. You got to use normally. It, right? Your body after every three holes. Yeah. After every three holes, I I get one of those little Smarties and I eat it. Um, just get a little energy. Uh, yep. I'm convinced that Gatorade zero doesn't, doesn't have the same reju- rejuvenating powers as regular Gatorade. Well, it does. Zero, car- sugar. zero carbs, Yeah, zero yeah. carbs, zero sugar. Yeah. I, I, so I, I don't know why I'm even drinking it out there. I don't think it's doing me a bit of good. Regular Gatorade, you know, you can always feel it kind of like you get a little engaged by the Gatorade, Gatorade zero. Sugar, rush.
1: sugar rush is what it's
2: called. <laughs> yeah, but it, I know you're probably right.
1: Yeah. We'll,
2: we'll talk pretty those bars, 5 too. hour those 5 hour energies Anthony they're sugar
1: free. You just pop one of those down it's 1 ounce ounce and a half and you it just gets you a little perk, little caffeine kick. Things that K. make
0: me go faster are not good.
1: Two cups of coffee. Now,
0: now you, besides golf you had a pretty busy weekend in real estate didn't you? We did. Oh yeah.
2: Uh, we are uh, we got uh, a a good 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 clients of ours got them under contract on a condo down at the beach. We've been looking for about 2 months now. We finally found a condo as soon as they both walked in, they kind of liked it. We made a great deal for them. We got uh, two of our listings under contract. Uh, and we're working on uh, getting uh, a third buyer under contract here uh, tonight. It'll probably happen while I'm online actually, while I'm here with you guys. Uh, Eric is doing great. Uh, Simone got a piece of vacant land under contract. Uh, so we're, yeah, we're, we're cooking. Uh, Bill counts. has got a listing coming on, on his street in a couple of weeks. We have two more listings coming on this coming week. Um, photo, sh- uh, photo shoots being, I've got three of them this week. So mm. we've been, uh, you know, Sean getting up, showing up and doing the work. And, uh, we've been, we've been blessed by the, the, the amount of, of, of activity that we've had. So it's been really nice.
0: That's great. Mm. That's great. Uh, guys, We're I great, played buddy. golf on, uh, I played golf on Friday, uh, kind of had the day off, got invited by one of my, uh, rising star agents who I trained and he left our company that I brought him back to our company uh, and he's just killing it right now. He, he's up in Marion, Ohio, which is kind of two cities up there's Delaware mm-hmm. and then there's Marion. So it's a couple, it's two counties away actually, but he, he still works out of our Northwest office. Uh, but he caddies at Mirfield village, long time caddy there. So mm-hmm. we played his home, of course, Marion country club with a couple other guys that are caddies at Mirfield village. And they're obviously not working this week with the tournament. Uh, there and had a great time. We played Marion golf course. It's a, a course, uh, mal designed by, uh, Willie park jr. Who, yes. let me tell you a couple of the other courses he de- He designed, he, he designed, um, new Haven country club. <laughs> Shore Haven yep. golf club in Norwalk, Connecticut. If you've ever played those, um,
2: I played them both.
0: And he, uh, he, he, he played, um, it's Marian, Todd, Marian, Marion Todd, Marion, M a R I O N like Marion Cunningham, not Marion. Um, but uh, it, it was built because President Warren G. Harding, who's mm-hmm. from Delaware, Ohio, wanted his own golf course. And so he, they designed a course for Warren Harding to play. And, uh, no kidding. It was a blast, man. It was uh, fast greens, sloped greens, never played it before, had a great time. And um, you know, just to hear some stories and, about some of the guys that are members at Mirfield Village from the inside uh, was fun um showed houses Friday night wrote an offer just found out five minutes ago before we went on the air Uh, we did not get it multiple offer situation so my girl's back she keeps a great attitude I think she I think she enjoys going out looking at houses so just (laughs) got to get her to uh you know find the right one um but then we had our club championship this weekend guys we uh they they kind of melded the club championship the mid-am the super senior the super super seniors all into one event um we played scar we played gray yesterday uh, we had storms come through on Friday when I was out playing golf, and our 90-degree temperatures and 90% humidity kind of blew out of town for the time being. It's coming back tomorrow. but um, uh, So it was windy and but comfortable yesterday. But I'm talking wind, like every single direction wind. Like the first couple holes you're thinking, oh, we're into the wind, the first three holes. And then we'll be downwind on hole number five. Nope. Turns around. It was crosswind, and it was a uh, can't it was, figure uh, it out, right? It's greens, just, it's, yeah, yeah. greens were great, uh, but I shot 81. The scores overall were pretty high. A couple couple uh, guys that are really good players were in the mid 80s. Came out set this morning on Scarlet, and uh, you know I don't know why they do this, Bill, but you know I get to the first you I'm like, we're playing Scarlet and Gray tees, right? And they're like, no, you're playing the black tees. I'm like, why? Why are we playing the oh. black tees? It just oh.
3: you know, are those a tip showing the black tees? <clears throat> they they
0: weren't. They had the blacks and the scarlet tees. I don't play the scarlet yeah. and gray, so I played yeah. about a almost 550 yard longer course than you um, used play, yeah. yeah. Which oh. is you know, I mean, it's
1: it makes a big difference, it's yeah. a especially when you different round. Yeah, different round, tough course, yeah. tough hole, course.
0: First hole, leave it short of the bunkers, which normally I'd be in the bunker. Yeah. Play a little seven iron up the fairway, chip it on, and just leave my leave my par putt from 20 feet hanging on the lip. So I'm like, make make par on on two, feeling good. Like all right, make par out of the bunker. Three, I hit it in the trees and just trying to punch out, just literally trying to punch out guys to play safe. Hit it off the tree, goes in the hazard, take <laughs> a there. <touchdown. laughs> play the next hole, tr- three putt, double, shoot 45 on the front, came back with a 39 on the back, re- re- very excited about my finish. Shot 80, 84, uh, you know, beat, beat my brother, beat my brother Kevin. He was in a earlier wow. group. So. Uh, that doesn't happen very often, so yeah. it was a it was a it was a fun weekend. But uh, and then I came home and watched uh, the tournament. Which, let's talk about that.
2: Um, cool.
0: Let's jump in. and Talk about golf first. Uh, we have the first of two back to back tournaments here in my hometown in uh, Dublin, Ohio. Actually, the next city up. Um, but uh, the workday charity championships. Uh, Justin Thomas goes into today's round with the lead. Saw a stat, guys. Justin Thomas bogey free. For The first mm. three rounds. Now, this is all based on Memorial Tournament because there's never been any other tournaments at that course, PGA-wise. But no player, only only two players in the almost 40 years of history at the Memorial have gone bogey-free th- through the first 54 holes. Uh, go ahead, Bill. Tiger
1: and Jack. Tiger Jack. and Jack.
0: It was Scott Hoke, and it was, it was no Tiger in any of them. Um, <laughs> as it turns out, you know he bogeys holes numbers two and three today. Uh, for yeah. his first bogeys of the week and what a great what a great final group right it's, it's jt it's colin murkawa and victor Hovland mm. um, two young guns and a guy who you know 12 wins on tour um yeah 21 22 and 27 yeah <laughs> <Wow.
2: laughs> I mean,
3: think oof. about it okay. j2 j the old man right he's yeah. the old
0: man in the group yeah but you know murkawa who who led after the second round? Um, quickly after the fourth hole, you know, had tied for the lead, uh, and then took the lead with a birdie on on. Um, or did he make eagle on five? Anyway, did you, did you guys watch any of the tournament before we talk about the the, the kind of the, the the finish? Did you guys watch I it did. all during the week? Yeah, I usually no, I, I actually didn't watch. I don't get much much. it live. Yeah. What do you what do you think of the course? That, what you saw? I'm excited
2: oh, uh, to see how different it is next week, right? I, I mean, it's going to be the same plot of land. Um, I heard today um, that they're going to redo the greens right after the memorial is over.
0: Yeah, so I played with four four caddies, right, Mal? So they're saying that I, – and I, I teased this last week on the show. Uh, greens were rolling about 11, which is a little slower than normal for the tour, and you saw a lot of the breaks were falling short of the hole because they just couldn't mm-hmm. get their speed on them, right? Um, they're saying that they're going to go up to about a 14 by next week. And all four of the caddies that I played with this week, yes, we played a five-some, uh, they said by Sunday they're convinced that things will be rolling 15 and a half because they're just going to scalp the shit out of them because they're digging them up the next day. Literally a week from tomorrow, they're digging all 18 greens up and rebuilding. So they figure they're just going to go down to the almost dirt and just cut those things so flipping fast uh, and see what happens. So it'll be deeper, rough. Yep. Yeah, they so won't. won't can, the, they won't <laughs> cut the rough. <clears> throat> throat>
2: deeper, rough, drier conditions, and lightning fast greens. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be fun to watch. Exactly.
3: Uh, <laughs> I, I and Sean, I watched. Uh, I didn't watch any today, uh, but I watched um, the three previous rounds. And again, just because it was an early start. And, yeah um just just busy but paying attention on um you know Sirius XM two oh six, listening as best I could. But uh I, I love the fact that A um they stepped up. Um, I forget which tournament canceled, you know, two months ago, but they stepped up and said we'll have a back-to-back and as you tease yeah. yeah, as UTs last week, you're like they're gonna have two totally different, um, totally different tournaments and totally different courses. Um listen to Patrick Kentley, who had a really good round today. Yeah, and he basically said, um, next week is what everyone is used to and expects out of Mirfield, right? So he expects the pros, although the rough's going to be deeper and it's going to be lightning quick, that's when they come to Jack's tournament. That's what we expect. So um, I'm, I'm curious to see back to back how some of these guys uh, react to it. And I'm also curious to see the guys that skip this week and are coming to next week are saying, all right, well, this is the way we expect this course to be played. So it's good for, uh, good for Muirfield and the, and the groundskeepers and the, all the powers to be to say, Hey, we're going to make it two different tournaments. You know, very cool. Yep.
0: Uh, obviously big news, you know, which we, which we announced last week, uh, no fans again. Uh, so other than kind of yeah. homes along the course, uh, just taking the abundance of caution is the word they use a lot. And, uh, you know, we haven't seen since the Travelers, we haven't seen any any players test positive. Um, so that's, that's great. We're going to introduce a new new player next week. Tiger comes in. Who? Uh, Who? Uh, who's Eldrick? Eldrick Woods. He's a- Eldrick, yeah. <laughs> skinny K. He's of a few.
3: Um,
0: he's an up-and-comer. Okay, yes. up-and-comer. Yeah. Uh, he comes in with five <laughs> five uh, titles under his belt. Um, it's going to be really interesting. I, I, I expect, look, I, I don't know about you guys, I expect JT will play good next week. Uh, I just think he has a feeling, you know, Uh, let's talk about that. He's hungry, right? Goes goes to the back nine uh, today. And JT kind of and more are separating themselves from Hovland. they are a couple strokes clear and they go back and forth that, well, JT Eagles 15 uh, to take a three stroke lead. And Bill, I I alluded to you in a text, the three hardest finishing holes based on, you know, uh, on the PGA tour, of the, of the courses that are played on a regular basis, not U.S. Open courses, obviously. Um, but 18, the hardest finishing hole on the PJ Tour the last four years, I think, in a row, stroke average. So, you know, Bill sees it. He sees three-stroke lead. How's this end up in a playoff? <laughs> um, and it's just, boy, you know, bogey, birdie for Morikawa, and then a bogey for, you know.
1: Three shots. I was going to
0: say before we went on the air, guys, you know, JT doesn't make a bogey for 54 holes. He makes it too early then finishes, it goes eight, nine, 10, and 11 with birdie, 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 birdie. And then just two late bogeys at the end of his round, at the wrong time when, when Morikawa doesn't do anything wrong, right? Hmm. His uh, well, interview well, Mark,
2: Mark. Oh, actually was ahead, great, because he said, I just yeah. had a I to finish one over the last three holes, hmm. which I've done the last three days, and I win the tournament. Yeah. So
1: I got to yeah. Um, Murakawa oh, almost missed that putt on 18 in regulation too, <laughs> which, which would have been unbelievable considering two weeks ago. We had that same issue, right?
0: Yeah. He missed
1: a short putt to continue you know, to advance to a playoff. So, uh, no, it, was, it
0: was in the playoff. He lost. To, yeah. it was in
1: the playoff. That's true. Yeah. he lost it. Yeah. With Berger, Right. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: he lived out. Are
1: you there, Anthony? Are you there, Anthony? We got a little, uh, little, you're a little, uh, jumpy. Must be the uh, diet, <laughs> huh?
0: Yeah. Are you guys you uh, know you're not, you're not hearing him, are you, Todd? No, he's he's frozen. I think. Yeah, um, I think so. so. So, Bill, it goes to it goes to a playoff. Um, you know, uh, Thomas just misses the the par putt to win it. Right? Morikawa missed it. Um, he makes par on eighteen. It goes back to the eighteenth hole. These, this time they both hit it right. This time Morikawa is in the bunker. JT's up on the hill, and JT bombs it long where the pin will be next week on Sunday. That on Sunday, line. right?
1: It was perfect Sunday shot. I've
0: seen so many you know places where they hit it there, and it, it rolls back. Obviously the yeah. famous singer chip in out of the bunker to, to beat Payne Stewart. Um, you know. Uh, just Jim some, Furyk
1: made a hell of a putt there once against him. Mean, there's some amazing stuff, yeah.
0: Justin Justin Rose made one, you know. Uh, uh, so, And then Morikawa hits it 24 feet away. So JT's up first. He rolls in a 50-footer with like six and a half feet of break. <laughs> and it's kind of funny that he cheers like, yeah, or come on, whatever he said. And there's no one else there. So he, <laughs> it was loud, right? Yeah. And then Morikawa drops it in on top of him. They go mm. back to 18, they par that, and then on just – Listen, just a a tough break for Tom Thomas on the 10th hole. Hits it just dead behind a tree. And Bill Bill and, and even Todd, you know, when you see that tee shot going and you're like, it's right behind the tree. And then when you get there, it's even worse than you thought. I mean, you saw it, Bill, from the blimp, right, when he hit it to the right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. I I had to call Sydney in the room. I go, come look at this. (laughs) She came in and I said, need that is as stone dead as it ever gets.
0: Legit Todd. I mean, he could not even, he couldn't get a swing forward. He had to go sideways. Oh, it was uh, was 18 inches from the tree.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: It's a nightmare. And and it's not literally
0: directly between the flag and him was the tree. I mean, there was no chance to answer.
3: Yeah. One of my favorite things I like to shout as I'm. going to the trees is um I'm sure you have spit I'm always like just spit spit it out right <laughs> hopefully oh. hit the tree and just, <laughs> I'm just anywhere away right I'm always but. looking for a bounce come on right just, big just give me
1: give me room yeah. give me room every now and then every so, now and then you get one so yeah.
0: kevin, kevin always says be nice monkeys <laughs>
1: <laughs> toss it out that's great yeah, that's it cool
0: yeah. so look uh, so uh, uh, what a great stat or great comment by Uh, Amanda Balionis who I just I'm just she's so good at I I like her a lot yeah she lives
1: in San Diego by the way that's why
0: yeah how about this stat Morikawa has more wins than he has cuts cuts wow yeah yeah Yeah. good call he's only been cut once Mm -hmm. and you know he had he he was tied for the record with Tiger and then didn't break it
1: not Um, quite tied I think he was two or three behind him no he was
3: three four behind yeah yeah. I mean, really yeah. By the by the way picked, <laughs> that was that was we got trash in Eldrick. That was that was we got picked Morikawa is when he missed that That's track. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's just funny how things work. It's really weird. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: But um but like I said JT uh you know handled it well. I I you guys might not have seen it except on the uh, uh it was on Twitter but they the trophy ceremony was held on the driving range afterwards and they not only gave him the trophy they gave him a, a his own little milkshake.
3: Because, milkshake. I saw yeah, that. Nice. Yeah
0: a Buckeye milkshake. So
3: cool. Um,
0: yeah. So next week, you know, I, I bet the players didn't mind teeing off early. They teed off early here in Columbus because there were some storms projected. That's why the rest of the nation got to see uh tape delayed uh, action. But I bet the players were like, not only do we get to play early, we're done. We don't have to travel anywhere. Like most I, of the guys are just they're, they're staying in the same place. So it's like, it, it's probably a, a different Sunday for them. Right.
1: Oh, completely. I mean, can you, you imagine can, that
0: Morikawa and JT doing all their press? You know, uh, cycle. You know, they're done by three o'clock. You know,
1: and they're not worried about catching a flight that night or whatever they you know, usually do. It's just like just going back to the house we're staying at, right? Yeah. or hotel. I mean,
0: it will be interesting to see which guys uh, that made that that got cut. You know, uh, I because I I wasn't up there. I'm gonna guess the guys that got cut that are playing this this week in the memorial they stuck around and hit balls and and practice we went to a
3: different course right in the local and yeah. played some rounds got around, some work in so sure. yeah, oh,
0: yeah. Perhaps. perhaps so guys like uh, Brooks guys Kepka. Like, guys,
1: like... guys like Brooks Kepka. oh cupcake just don't just don't it up there
0: <laughs> Billison, Bill on the uh, NASCAR race took place in Kentucky this week
1: <laughs> Kentucky yeah so. Uh uh th- it's a very interesting race because they'll uh, um cer- certain guys have never won there jimmy johnson's never won there jeff gordon's never won there uh and and G- gordon was talking about it there was a one really cool spot where one of the things you get when you win this first of all the trophy has a giant horse head cuz they're in kentucky right horse mm. racing but there's also this really bitchin jukebox that the winner gets <laughs> and when and when mike joyce talking about it jeff gordon says rub it in mike Because I never got a jukebox, and I love music, and I really wanted to win here and get the jukebox. I love. So I never knew. I never knew about the the Kentucky Speedway jukebox at the. uh, So so that was cool, but um, yeah, it was just a very interesting race with uh, a lot of issues in the last 20 laps, like we see a lot in NASCAR. Uh, And 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 Cole Custer, never heard of the kid, (laughs) Cole Custer. Uh, ends up winning his first race in a fantastic finish four wide pass with like a lap and a half to go um and gets by martin truex jr uh kevin harvick and ryan blaney who are all just banging into each other and he just quietly slips by on the outside and was one of the most excited nascar drivers i've ever seen in my life yeah it was a lot of fun Ma- so
3: matt is limited viewing as me too um he had a great take on it, Now, what's, What was your take on uh, you? You had to cross out uh, your legal pad. You had to make a, an X on <laughs> I had, <laughs> on I o, had right?
2: a topic that I was ready to discuss. That NASCAR seems to just be the old guard winning all the time, mm-hmm. and then this guy comes out of nowhere, blows by three Cup past Cup champions on a on a track that I guess he had won on on a on a lower circuit.
3: Yeah. City series, maybe? yeah.
2: Yeah, Nobody yeah. expected him to win. And so my, my idea that rookies don't win and it's the same five or six guys that are like pushing for the wins every week is for naught.
3: I was, it,
1: you know, you think about it. Um, the reason that those senior drivers are doing so well, Anthony, nobody gets to practice. Nobody, there's no practice laps. There's nothing. There's no qualifying. The first time they go hot laps on the track, is when the white green flag drops. So, a guy like Kevin Harvick's raced there 25 times. You know, so these guys all have a ton of experience on the track. They also oh, have yes. been with their teams forever. So they 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 know their cars cold. And a guy you think about it for anyone who's been, you know, less than 5 years on the circuit, it's it's just not the same advantage. That's why you see Hamlin and Harvick and 2X Jr. having all this success early. I think it's great. Uh, but but today was even better, right to have have that kid come out of nowhere and uh,
0: Bill? Is there is there something to be said, kind of a, a tennis analogy, but um, just just letting just not making any unforced errors for something <laughs> like huster
1: There are um, there are lots of stories of drivers who intentionally hang back early in the race. There's no need to be up in the front, kind of jockeying around because there's so many weird things that are going to happen, right? Cautions that come out at the weird time, you get caught in the pits or out of the pits at the wrong time. Um, based on what's happening on the track. So staying out of trouble until the last 30, 40, 50 laps, if you've got a good car is definitely a strategy that people employ, right? Uh, especially at big courses like Talladega, where you got the big one every time or Daytona where the big yeah. crashes happen. You just got to stay out of that. Right. And so hanging yeah. back was, is never a bad idea. Right. So.
0: That's kind of the approach my, bro- my brother, you know, uh, in the match play, you know, he, the way the seeds are he's a high seed so a lot of his early matches are against guys he's given like 7 8 strokes to right and usually it's just like if i can just get through the first five or six holes they can they can be shooting even par if they're at 14 handicap they're not going to shoot even par for the round you yeah. know they're going to make yeah. a bunch of doubles you
1: know water finds its level or whatever you want to yeah, call I it think <laughs> I,
0: just, I think some of the racers you know you hang back you stay out of the accidents and yep. you know, i think i think a lot of racing in some cases it's kind of luck that you're just not in that big rate wreck,
1: you yep. know? Totally. Totally. I mean, I don't know if you saw Kyle Busch, there's, there's a great Kyle Busch got sideways today. Did you see this Anthony? He, he, they uh, yes. had this, they put down this gription, this traction stuff. That's kind of new to the sport. You see those little black patches of a track. That's actually better grip. So it just gives another racing line to the track. Instead of being down low, you can race up high. And he got above, beyond that and just lost it sideways kissed the wall, straightened it out, and kept going.
3: Like Yeah, uh, I did see that. At
1: 170 miles an hour, he got sideways, hit the wall, and just kept going. I was like, okay. That's awesome. Amazing. (laughs) They they know what they're doing.
3: Yeah. That's great. Those guys are good, right, Bill? And they where
1: they head next, Bill? Uh, All-Star. All-Star on on Wednesday. All-Star race. It's Charlotte, I think. And it's under the lights. And I think they're going to have these all-star teams, and they're going to put like – if, you, if you're your teammate, you'll both have like those blue lights under the car that light up underneath the car. So yeah. they'll have blue and red and green and yellow. You have all these crazy lights. they got all kinds of weird crap coming. Because the all-star races are just for fun. And this Cole Custer got in the race because he picked up uh, enough points to get in. Yeah. So he was excited about yeah, that. I
0: thought it was cool because they, they bring out these fancy cars with a little different look, you know. And uh,
1: Well, they, they all have the same car. I mean, if, if typically in the all-star races, the cars are just all the same car. And they just put them in and they have fun. Now I don't know if they're doing that this year. They probably. But I'm, I'm race talking about their like the, the
0: paint jobs are different and they do like. Oh little, yeah, yeah. You
1: know. well there was there was a time in NASCAR where the All Star race they were all the same car. They, mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't build them. They were built by someone else and they just jumped in the car and raced it because everything was exactly the same. Supposedly. What
3: do you call that? Um, what do you? There's a name for that. Um, yeah, I can't remember All Star All Star race. Modify, no. Modified? No, modified no, something was, like that. I mean, it's yeah. yeah there's a term. It was pretty it. cool. But, uh, and then they're but, going to I uh, imagine... Fort. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say they're going to Fort Worth next weekend. So Wednesday's uh, all-star stop and they're going to, to Texas. And it's in Saturday. Charlotte,
1: right? Which is home, like home-based for everybody. So they get a wow. chance to go back and then head out. So,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. Todd, why don't you hit us on soccer and then we'll go through the other sports before Mal's on, on, the, on, on the clock.
3: So super, um, super excited because, you know, I'm an Lady United fan. Uh, MLS is back, which is kind of neat. Yes. Um, They're in Orlando. Um, They have designated training areas, designated hotels. Um, FC Dallas has dropped out of the tournament because I think they had about 10 guys test positive for COVID. So they just backed out. Um, And then there was a game between DC United and, help me, Bill, if you uh, remember, um, but there's a game postponed uh, today dc united i can't remember i can I yeah. look it up um, not that it matters That's all right yeah um it was a game that was postponed today because there were some testing issues but um toronto fc dc united are playing tomorrow morning at nine so obviously whatever um, it was toronto
1: there you go dc united in you know, toronto
3: <laughs> whatever happened uh, was cleared up so um long-winded MLS is being extremely cautious um, with testing, which is great, right? Um, hate hate for the Dallas fans in Dallas that they, you know, had to back out of the tournament, but they're, you know, doing the right thing. So, um, good for them. Um, and uh, the Premier League. So, Liverpool, for the first time in 34 games, gave up points at home. They, uh, they had a draw with, I want to say Burnley, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yep, 1-1 uh, against Burley. So... Giving up points, they didn't lose, but they didn't walk away with three points. Um, Trying to set the
1: record, is that the issue?
3: uh, Yeah. don't care. And they had a streak. They had a 34-game home winning streak, right? Wow. um, Wow. They're still on pace for 104 points this season if they went out. Um, Quite quite frankly, uh, with four games left, um, they've won. They'll, They'll play with pride. I'm sure Klopp will tinker with the lineup, maybe get some young guys in. Um, not making any excuses, but if they get to 104 points, that'd be really impressive. You know, so, with, so let me uh,
1: let me get this right. 36 yep. times three is is 108. Am I right? Okay.
3: Um, is there are there 36 yeah. games or 38? So there's 38 games. There's 20 teams okay, so, in the league, and you play. So add six 19 more. 19 times so six. two. Right.
1: Yeah. Okay, so six more points. So there's a possible 114 points in in the season, and they're going to get 104.
3: So Liverpool Possibly. is. <laughs> Thirty <laughs> thirty 30 wins, 30 wins, which is 90 points, 90? three draws, uh-huh. which is 99, and two defeat feats, which is zero, obviously. So they're at ninety. Um, 93. They're at 93, yeah. So yeah, three they draws, have a chance yeah. for, I guess they have four more games. I may be wrong in the total, but they they have uh, – they can get over 100, and, again, just depends on, on yeah, how they play. Perfect. But what's really That's interesting, awesome. I'll, let you go, I'll throw it back to you, is um, Norwich City was our first relegated team. Um, they are – going down to the championship league. Um, but Bournemouth, who's 18, and Aston Villa, who's 19, actually had um, some big wins today. Um, Aston Villa beat Crystal Palace 2-0, and Bournemouth beat Leicester City, who's battling for Champions League status, 4-1 at home. So um, <laughs> that's that said, Watford and West Ham United and even Brighton Hove and all beyond, are are looking over their shoulder. There's going to be a a battle for those final two relegation spots. So uh, something to watch in the next, uh, you know, coming weeks for sure. Cool. Uh, Mal, what's your, what's your, what's
0: your, what's your take on uh, baseball? What are you hearing? Oh,
2: I got bad news this morning in the New York post. Araldus Chapman tested positive. Uh, And, uh, but they're going to start playing. 24th, 23rd? Yeah.
0: Friday the 24th. Pretty clear
2: they're going to start playing. uh,
0: Next Thursday is opening night, right?
2: Yep. And, you know, reading about my Yankees every day in the New York Post, reading about other teams getting ready to play, it's it's at the wrong time of the year, but it's still kind of exciting. Even if it's only 60 games, it's going to be like a glorified playoff Mm -hmm. in some regards. Every game is going to matter that much more. um, I'm excited for it because you know baseball's a—it's a big part of of what I've done my whole life. So it'll be kind of cool. But uh, I think there's going to be an awful lot of guys who are going to end up missing pieces of of the season because they're going to test positive. I think it's only going to go up over time. Yeah. And I—I I don't know how that's going to affect the validity of whatever the season, however the season turns out.
3: I'll, I'll tell you, you this now. We'll jump back to soccer, Um, and and let's talk PGA. Since they're bubbled, um, there's been amazingly great response and low um, positive tests in the PGA in the last couple weeks, and with Premier League, it's unbelievable how well they're doing. So although it's a a tale of caution what you're saying, and it could happen, I'm hoping um, that if everyone behaves and kind of does the right thing, maybe we can, you know, have a – uh, um, you know, less, less positive tests than more, but. Yeah. Baseball's oh, going to okay. travel a little bit more. The yeah. Way 15. I understand it, right.
0: You figure at any given time, there's 15 teams on the move. Um, right.
3: Yep. You know, and,
0: and only, in
2: a
1: city, yeah.
0: only in a bubble for a short <laughs> period of time in that city. Um, so oh, definitely. Def- but they're definitely on. They're Premier
3: they're League on is traveling to waste. They're on charters. Stores. So it's easy. Yeah, Premier League's traveling to waste stadiums. Um, yeah. Same you know, thing again, on charter flights. Yeah. Not with the
1: public. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: We'll see. We'll see. We're all hoping for the best, I'm sure, right? Well, yep, you know, absolutely. remember the PGA Tour guys, uh, the caddies
0: aren't, aren't traveling, you know, as part of the, you know, they're kind of on their own to get to where they need to be. And um, yeah. it's funny because I, I had a golf lesson on, on Thursday uh, with a longtime buddy of mine, Bob Sauards, uh Mal. And um, one of the guys that we both know well, uh, Brad Swearingen, is a, is a caddying for an up-and-coming guy on the tour. And we said, hey, do you want to meet up with beers? And he's like, no, I can't. Like he was really like, wow. I, I can't, I got to be in the hotel, you know, like, so I think they're all really, you know, as, as um, you know, one of the guys said, we have great responsibility and great opportunity and we can't mistake those two, you know, mm-hmm. yep. so, so we'll see. I mean, baseball, you know, next week, next week's show, we'll, we'll, we'll probably have a lot more uh, intel for what's going to happen and, and we'll kind of kick off the season, maybe make our picks on, who who do you think is going to make the sprint to the to the playoffs, um, Bill? I saw NHL. Uh, they their big news is they are not going to be releasing any type of reports. Did you see that? Yeah. They said they will not yep. announce if anyone's sick.
1: Right, they'll scratch <laughs> when they're playing. Right, you, you'll, you'll know
3: scratching. if he's not on the ice. right? Yeah. you can you can pretty. Yeah, sure you're know.
1: Know. if you're not on the ice for two weeks, you'll know for sure. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> but that's the way they do it, even in. Like normal times, right? Yeah, Upper they're, they're very injury, secretive. lower body injury. Yeah. They don't really talk about it very much.
1: Respiratory, yeah. lung injury. He's fine. Don't and, and
3: why do we need to talk about it? I mean, I kind of dig it. It's like if he's not yeah. playing, let's you know, let's move on. A lot of times, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a, uh, it's the,
0: um, it's the line from Hoosiers, right? Where he says, uh, "You know, you only got four guys out there." He goes, "My team is My on course. the team's on the floor." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yep. Um, and one, th- one thing I didn't like, they. Some of the major teams, the Rangers and Bruins and uh, I think Flyers, they're, they're trying to pipe in sound of fans, like chanting. And Do you see that? They're like asking for people to sh- film videos and, and do stuff. Todd,
3: you, you're uh, kind of
0: digging soccer without fans, aren't you?
3: No, I'm actually opposite. Uh, Premier League and the Buddhist League of pipe in um, noise, and I, I like it. I like it. Now, MLS does not. And it's a totally different experience because you hear the the FUs. You should pop on.
1: Yeah, when we're done here, put on ESPN, Sean. Watch the second half of this match. And all you hear is guys yelling to each other. Move the left over here. The the goal is yelling,
3: get in front of the ball. (laughs) So so, to answer your question, I like both experiences. I really do. I I kind of like the normalcy of the piped-in fan noise. You kind of, you know. But it's kind of funny, as Bill says. you, You hear guys cussing each other out for a missed pass or, or whatnot, right? I mean, so. think,
1: think about baseball. Baseball's going to be kind of fun, Anthony, because you're going to hear everything, right? You the field mic's going to pick anything. up every conversation. Yep. It'll be fun.
2: Yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll be like being at the trap back in the old days. <laughs> yeah.
3: By the way, um, Patrick Canelay is pretty colorful. Um, they had to um, mute him a couple times with some bombs. A couple times, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was awesome. It was awesome on Thursday. During his, during his interview? No, no, no. No, um, of course. P- yeah, I got I had PGA Tour live. Um, so when they're following certain guys and, they, right. and they'll do cut shots. To other guys. And he's, uh, you know, he lets, he, he expresses himself after a missed shot. Let's just say that. So, very good. Very good. Kind of like we all do. Right.
0: Right. Um, never, guys, never. NBA. Anything on NBA?
1: LeBron's not going to wear something on his Jersey and that's going to
3: that, yes.
1: upset some people, but I think he's, he had a pretty good point that he's very active in the community, heavily active. And he said his focus is completely on winning another championship, and that's what he wants to focus on. So, I think LeBron can do what LeBron wants. Yeah,
0: I, I did find it funny in the headlines on ESPN.com. You know, there's on the right hand side like the five biggest stories, and for a day it was Kyle Korver is going to wear Black Lives Matter, and then LeBron says he's not going to wear one, and it becomes the bigger headline because LeBron. You know, yeah. it's
2: you know understandable. Yeah.
0: Um, so we'll see. I mean, I you know. Hoping everything stays healthy. It's interesting that they're in Disney, and Disney just opened up uh, this week.
3: <laughs> well, so, they're, they're so pretty MLS far away is in
1: Orlando, too, right?
3: They're
0: in Disney, yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, so, it, but I,
3: they're completely going to be a test separate. of the
0: bubble, per se, right? I mean, it'll, it'll be a test well, of the bubble.
3: It's pretty stringent, what they're doing, so let's hope for the best yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. They, and they have some
1: reserve golf courses for them, so that'll help for the those that like to golf.
3: They really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Two courses, I think two or three. There's tons of courses at Disney and they've got a couple are set aside just for the NBA. (laughs) It's part of the bubble. Yeah.
0: All right, Mal. Sounds like a great gig. Let's let's go to your, uh, your, your topic. This is a a hybrid either Mount Rushmore or Sweet 16. Should I be nervous by the way? Bill? No, this is
2: is a, a pretty easy one. Bill and I were talking on a golf course a couple of weeks ago and he came up with an idea that I thought was, Awesome. I did? Gonna, I did? Yeah, you did. Uh, okay. And it's a, a bit of an offshoot of that one. Uh, okay. Because you got me thinking about albums that influenced me oh. and albums, not so much that I own, but albums- <laughs> <Because> that, Todd. <laughs> that, that were just like- <laughs>
0: that, What's that, that
2: all about? That
0: <laughs> Todd, Todd's uh, next week. So I guess that might've been Todd's choice for next week. No, this is just painful. In a good way. There's there's so many good albums,
2: right? And uh, so, uh, Bill's idea was uh, albums that you own still. And I'm just going to go with, you know, the top four albums of your lifetime, whether you own them now Mm -hmm. or not, whether you ever owned Mm them. uh, Just that influence your musical uh, tastes, and 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 maybe there's just a story behind the album that you got it, and you just remember it still. Right. Important albums in your life.
3: Okay. Wow.
1: So we well, just call that. off our four because there's no way we're going to r- roll up against each other. So we can just do all four. like wow. a, oh, you
2: could, I mean, We might have the same, the same album, which would be pretty cool.
0: I'm nice. going to bet okay. at least two of mine are on Todd's list. Well, let's, hmm. let's go, yeah. Let's go around the horn because I think that's good. Um, okay. Uh, Mal, Todd,
3: Sean, Bill. Wow. Well, 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 well. Did I say
2: well? Yeah.
3: How do you yep. live to four? I mean, it's unbelievable.
2: It's it's hard to keep it just to four. I mean, I have the list of about 15 of them that I wrote down. Um, but my first one, I remember getting it like it was yesterday. We went to uh uh we went to TJ Grant's, which is like an old like Caldor's uh uh Walmart kind of a place. And, uh, uh, my buddy Doug and I bought both bought, uh, the beach boys pet sounds.
3: Wow. We were,
2: we were in like junior high school and we must've listened to it a hundred times, uh, in the first week. It's like, and every time we, every time we listened to it, we heard more things that we had never heard on an album before. It was just, it was a huge eye opener. Uh, and I, and I'll remember that for, I remember Hampton and I, you know, talking about that album for, Weeks and weeks and weeks, and we couldn't get, couldn't wait to go back and listen to it again.
1: Nice, nice. Who's up next?
3: Uh, Todd. 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 Wow, this, uh, I'm pained. These things pain me in, in the best <laughs> way possible, right? It takes us so, so serious. It's awesome. I do, I do. It's just painful. It's like, painful in a good way. You yeah. know. All right. So. Uh, um, Sean, you you all know, and Bill, um, you were there uh, down in Melbourne Beach. At my at older brothers, yeah. now. I got I, my my oldest brother's twelve years older than I am. My um, middle brother's eight years older than I am, um, and I have three sisters uh, in between them and us. So huge music, musical influence in my life. Um, my brothers, um, absolutely. So Beatles uh, come, you know, right to the forefront. And I'm actually a huge early Beatles guy, right? The little more bubblegummy, um, mm-hmm. I, and I think yeah. I think if you if you showed my four Beatles songs, I mean, I had all my love and I feel fine, all that good stuff. But the album that was extremely influential, influential, was one that kind of crossed over from the early Beatles to the late Beatles, and that, I'm going to go with Beatles Revolver is, is going to be my mm. my first choice. Okay. Just just an absolute. They went from bubblegum to a little more in-depth trippy um some great 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 songs on there and it's i think it's kind of the gateway to to the late beatles so there you go okay so
2: that's Revolt. great album
3: yeah man awesome right
2: and and i was right one of mine was, was that right yours there, i love
3: it I love well it. it was on
2: my list and i said there's I a couple it. on my list that i thought you would have and there's one of them right there
3: okay um
0: i think if if anyone knows me they probably know i'm going with tom Petty and the heartbreakers wow okay Uh, there's about six i could choose from um damn the torpedoes is such a good such a good that was his kind of breakout album uh i'm a huge fan of wildflowers uh kind of newer sound just incredible writing uh last dj with uh or echoes um hard promises where the, the, the album cover is him standing in the uh, in the record store uh that's got the waiting on it but I, i'm gonna go damn the torpedoes uh, kind of the iconic Pump Betty album did that have um
3: stop dragging my heart around on there
0: no it- that was a couple years later that, that, that had a refugee here comes my girl okay all right yeah out of a doubt uh and you know don't do me am like i that.
1: allowed to take does it have to be like an original release album or can, what if there's a compilation, compilation like a greatest hits? I think, oh, that, oh
0: yeah. yeah. Are those allowed? Oh, yeah, that's,
1: of
3: course. Wow. That helps. That that opens the door Sweet. for sure. Sweet.
1: And that yeah. really helps me a lot because yeah. um, uh, Anthony knows this one and I'm going to tag right behind you, Anthony, because I don't want to lose this um, because we listened to it on the golf course. And, and for me growing up, uh, Beach Boys, Endless Summer. Wow. Um, yep. I can... I mean, I it it brings back that 1975 Datsun B210 uh, turquoise, by the way, that I had pinstriped. I paid the guy to pinstripe it. Um, That was awesome. So I actually owned that on an. The first time I owned that, it was an eight-track. My first version of that was an eight-track, wasn't an album. Wow! (laughs) And then I got the album after.
2: (laughs) So it's another one that was on my list. Don't steal mine, Anthony. Don't steal this one. You know, Europe, uh, Grateful Dead, Europe,
3: 1972. Europe, 72. Yeah. Sean, uh, I cut my teeth on the Grateful Dead. Sean introduced me to that one, Europe, 72. That's such a good one. Oh, my gosh. Tennessee Jed, Ramble
0: on Rose. How are you watching? He's gone. Last night, the version of He's Gone was so good. Yes.
2: And you know what? People can say what they want about John
0: Mayer, but
2: he gets this music, man. I loved listening to him last night, sing Althea, him and Bobby. Was awesome.
1: See but him Europe twice 72, in concert. Standalone, John just John Mayer before he went to the
2: mm-hmm. Morning Europe Dew 72. is on there. Yeah, Europe '72's got it all, and it, it's a, a compilation of like their that tour through Europe. That
3: summer tour, yeah. yeah.
2: Yep, and and it, it's just so well done, and it, it's all live recordings, which they're so much better live than in the studio. Um, and that's another one we listen to. For we got better speakers. We went to the audio file store and bought better speakers after we got Europe
3: 72. Nice. Todd. Yeah, dude. Can't again, Sean uh, Carpenter back in about 89 in, in the, in the, in the fraternity house. I uh, either gave me the CD or the cassette. I can't remember, but listen to Europe 72. It's so a great, great pick Anthony. Um, I went a little more, I, I still, you know, st- went a little more traditional. I uh, avoided compilations and live albums. So, although I can't argue with that. Um, but I'm going to go with, and I struggled. I'm a really big fan of from the Mars hotel by the Grateful of the dead. Just what a great album, but how could you argue with American beauty? Um, yep. you have Phil Lash, Boxer Rain, friend of the devil, sugar Magnolia ripple is on there. Bill, um, trucking, just an unbelievable studio album, right? Back, I think it was about 1970. Mal, does that sound right? I think you're right. Uh, yep. Yeah. So I'm going to go American Beauty. Um, you just, I would put that on a repeat on on, uh, on on CD cassette, whatever it was, and just played it over and over again.
0: All right, I'm going to hold two more for the background. Just guessing they won't get picked. So I'm going to take this one off the board as the best player available. Um, James, <laughs> James Taylor's Greatest Hits. Um, Ooh. Could, could literally Ooh, listen to nice. it every single day and um, not a bad song on the entire album. Uh, just, I mean, from fire and rain, Carolina, my mind walking down a country road, Mexico. I mean, it's just, you know, just, you
3: know, pretty, pretty just, still. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. The, the best. Yeah.
1: That puts me up. That's you, Bill. Seminal album. Another one that just my high school days, um, Bob Seger, Stranger in Town,
3: oh, wow. <laughs> strong. Seger's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the silence isn't a, a, a neck against so, him. It's good, I, really right, good.
0: Yeah. Seger's so good, man. He's got so he's many sneaky songs.
3: good. He's sneaky good.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I missed
1: him in concert for years and years and years and years. But we finally saw him in Phoenix about four years ago, right before we left to come here. And I miss it. It was good but I've missed seeing him in the seventies and eighties when I had a chance. I just, Hmm. things kept coming up and uh, yeah, it was great.
0: What's 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 one of your favorite secret songs
1: though? Oh, you know, for me, still the same. I, I I see, I hear the opening of that and it's just like, that's it. That's, that's my favorite one, but main street's amazing. You know, he's telling his stories. um, But yeah. Still the same is still my favorite. Against the wind is good. Horizontal bop. Mm. <laughs> if you just want to be stupid, that's pretty funny. You'll
0: You'll accompany me is my favorite. You'll, you know, one of those. Oh, that's
1: a good one too. Yeah. That's great.
0: Yeah. All right. We are back to you, Mal. Pick number three.
2: Wow. My, my list is filled with some great ones. Um, I'm going to shock you guys a little bit, but I remember getting this one in high school as well. Uh, marvin gay marvin gay what's going on
1: wow nice i dig that you sound like my mom you sound like my mom that's awesome Uh,
2: it's it's really a a great album uh that's uh and what's going on was like that was like as popular a song as it was and Mm -hmm. uh i just
3: was it was it uh Was it topical and what was going on in the '60s? Or don't read too much into it. Just a good little groovy song. You know, it, was,
2: it came out in '71. Uh, okay, uh, but you know, he had gone through some tough times in the late '60s. Sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. It being in Detroit, '68, '69, '70, all the riots. So the music was kind of like a stretch. It was described. Uh, I remember back then, like being the uh, the Sergeant Pepper of soul. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was kind of like a an album that was kind of that kind of bridged the the uh, the masses a little bit, and what we're going on, what we have going on today. Um, you know, that was a that was an album that that all races and colors of people were listening to. Um,
3: it was pretty yeah, cool. Glad I asked. Yeah, that's. I was kind of wondering if it was just a kind of feel good thing, or it had a little meat behind it. So yeah, cool. All right, Todd. All right, man. Um, and I'm not not trying to have a uh, love fest with my older brothers, but definitely influential. Again, being <laughs> the being the youngest, right? Being the youngest. Yeah. So the way my brother Steve described this was this was he, he described described as the greatest studio album of all time because he thought it was a greatest hits compilation, and it was actually just a studio album. So I'm gonna go Ooh. with uh, the Who's Who's next That's gonna be my next oh, choice. So we have uh we have Bob O'Reilly, uh Bargain Loving for Keeping, The Song Is Over, Getting in Tune, Going Mobile, Behind Blue Eyes, one of my favorite uh songs Ooh. of all time, Little by the Who, and Won't Get Fooled Again. That was a studio album, guys. I mean, wow. <laughs> just just crazy, hit after hit after hit. So um again, thanks to my brothers for introducing me to that gosh, what, 40 something years ago now? And and all of the orchestra
2: that was in and that I- album, right? French horns, strings, they, they, it was, it was more than just the who playing their guitars and banging on the drums.
3: So, so if you want to geek out a little, um, you know, the rock opera, Tommy, right? You know, sure. Tommy, can you hear me talk? Mm-hmm. This was, this was their first attempt at kind of uh, uh, an album that tied in together every song. And it yeah. just, it quote unquote failed miserably. And they released it. And uh, again, every <laughs> song, every song was amazing, but they were looking for that rock opera, the Tommy, you know, Really, story. But anyway, I I digress.
0: Um. So it's me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is one. Now, when you when you introduced the question, you said you know it has a special meaning for you or something yep. about the album. It doesn't necessarily yep. have to be the best album you've ever heard, but just something about it. Um, Truth. Truth. I think. Uh, you know, I looking back now, I realized how much I looked up to my older brother Jot. You know, uh, I shared a room with Kevin. He had his own room. You know, I just thought that was cool. Uh, you know, he had grateful dead music, you know, and you know, so I became a grateful dead fan cause of him. And, um, when it, he had a record player and I saved up money from caddying to buy my own record player and nice. I got to buy my own records. And the first album I ever bought that I, I swear to God, guys, I listened to it so much. It warped just from turning it over and playing it. Um, uh, <laughs> Don Henley, building the perfect beast. Wow.
3: Uh, Is that of boys summer? of summer on there? Boys <clears> of <throat>
0: summer on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, um, you know, uh, man with mission. Um, you're not drinking enough. Just oh, so good. And I just guys, I, when I do my rock and roll class, I talk about it, but you got all, all of us remember the record players. I could literally be listening to music at night in the dark and put that needle on the, track I wanted to hear. Right, where
3: we need to go, right?
0: Uh, you knew how far in to go, you know. Um Don Henley Building the Perfect Beast. Just uh That's awesome. Sunset Grill, Month of Sundays, All She Wants to Do is Dance. Um just such a great, great album.
1: Wow. Man, I had a I had a realistic from Radio Shack. I got it for Christmas, right? Realistic setup. The turntable on the top. The A track down below. <laughs> <laughs> and two speakers that sat on a shelf. <laughs> oh
3: my God. I this may have missed you, <clears throat> this may have missed you, Bill and Anthony, but we had uh five CD uh, disc changers on shuffle, right? You remember that cart when you put it yeah. on shuffle? Yeah. Yeah. Good I,
1: I, I, I remember buying my first CD player like that for f- like $500 oh, in right? 1984 and not okay. having that kind of cash, but did it anyways. Um, yeah. A Sony. Yeah. Um, So I, I, you know, I've talked about this band a lot. And so I'm I'm glad you you guys didn't steal it from me. I mean, you know, I I didn't think you would. It's not, but Boston's first album. um, You know, I I mean, every song, in my opinion, is a hit. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so I love that
3: album. No, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. I
1: had a a chance to see him in concert three times, once with Brad, twice without. Um, So love them. Good.
0: Mal, your your final pick in your sweet 16. Oh, boy.
2: There's so many, <laughs> right? But I'm going with maybe it's certainly not the Beatles' best album, but it's the first album my mother bought me. Um and uh, it was it's The Beatles Meet The Beatles. Was our Way first back, one released
3: right. in in America, right? In America, and yeah, I never so should. Please, to, please me. I, she loves you. Yeah. Right? She's just and, seventeen, uh, right? Yeah, so I, I saw stand her standing there. there
2: oh, right? All oh. and I remember my mother brought it up to my room because I had the turntable and the speakers and whatever else and a little receiver, right? And she brought it. It was in a paper. It was in a, a plastic bag. And we used to play the music myself and my brother Bob. Uh, kind of loud, and my father wasn't a big fan of the music we were listening
3: to. I'll just the long-haired music, right? Long-haired. And it wasn't
2: Frank Sinatra. It wasn't Dean Martin. It wasn't any of those guys, and he did, he wasn't a big fan of it. Uh, but my mom brought it up and said, "If you play this, just don't play it too loud, because they don't want you to get your father mad." Uh, but she bought us the she bought me the Beatles Meet the Beatles, so that has wow. huge sentimental value for me. Uh, but it's a great album, nonetheless. It's, there's some great great
3: tunes on that as well. Very good. That's a good one. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to stick with the, uh, I didn't go live. I didn't go, uh, compilations because one of my honorable mentions will be compilations, a compilation, which, uh, I'm going to reference to this one. So, um, everyone knows and loves, uh, Jimmy Buffett, all his songs that you know by heart, Right all the come Mondays of the world and the, the ones that we literally can sing every verse, but I'm going to go with, uh, back in 1972, 73, 73. I'm going to go with, uh, um, uh, an album he has, it's called living and dying in three quarter time. Got it written and, right there. And Sean has it. <laughs> it is That's awesome. <laughs> I, I literally, I literally, if you have Amazon music, Spotify, go ahead and, and download that. and listen to it. He is so country. Um, and we all love his popular songs, but I mean, he opens up with Pencil Thin Mustache come Monday, but then he goes on a tear of Ringland Ringland. Which is Brahm one Fear. of the
0: best songs. Yes.
3: Yeah. Brahma Fear, Brand New Country Star, Livingston's Gone to Texas, The Wino and I Know, which is an amazing song, uh, West Nashville, Grand Ballroom Gown. Just listen to it. And by the way, it's like 11 songs and it's like 35 minutes. It's back when, you know, songs were, you know, pretty succinct. But, but they're
0: all stories, yeah. man. Yeah. I'd tell I mean, you Ringling Ringlin's you and I quote Ringling all the time, right?
3: Yeah, go ahead, you can do it, Sean.
0: Do Across it. from the bar is a pile of beer cans. Been there twenty-seven years. Imagine, imagine all the heartaches all... and tears in twenty-seven years of beers.
3: Yeah, <laughs> imagine all the heartaches <laughs> and tears in twenty-seven years <laughs> of beers. Yeah, just some great stuff. So, uh, living and dying three-quarter time. That's that's my uh, that's my last. That's one. Well, I got a couple. A couple. We'll have to go around and share some of our also rans, as you said, Todd.
0: Some of the compilations, but. Um, I thought about it, just, just as, as uh, Mal was talking about Meet the Beatles, um, but probably one of the most iconic you know, uh, chapters of my life is my college years, and probably the one that we played the most in Rawlings Hall, uh, Room 101 in Rawlings Hall, uh, Scarecrow by John Mellencamp. Wow. Nice. A little pink, ha- pink Houses, I should say, not Little uh, Pink uh, Houses. Rain on Scarecrow, Grandma's uh, Small Town, Minutes to Memories, my favorite song of his. Uh, between laughing a Tear, Rumble Seat, uh, R-O-C-K in the USA. Just, you know, that was right around Farm Aid time and just, wow. You know, wow. Just an album that you probably would never think of, but if you heard it playing on the background of a jukebox right now, you would know almost every single song. So I'm going uh, Scarecrow, Camp. Wow. All right. like it. Mel we'll finish up.
1: No. Babs? Nobody stole my last one. Thank God. Babs? Babs? Uh, I, I heard this album. The first time I heard this album, Todd, was 1977. But okay. it came out in 1972. Uh, it was okay. a fundraiser for George McGovern's presidential campaign. It was a live concert uh, at the forum in LA, actually. And uh, it was Barbara Streisand live at the forum. And I was at my aunt's house sitting at For a week, me and my buddy, Mark Agee, got to live at this condo in Ocean Beach, Mm. right? I'm 16, Mark's 15, but I got my driver's license and we have a Chevy Monza, I think, is the car we had (laughs) for the week. And and I remember finding this album, I put it on, I played it and it was over. And I, you know, it was just, and Mark hated it. Um, But um, I just, that's the thing that changed my whole world around as far as that stuff goes. And then when I met Cindy in 1980, she was a huge Streisand fan. That's how what's Seal up Sealed the Doc deal, sure. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> great, but yeah, that album is super cool. Um she she hates performing live. Um she she hated it back then. And she did not do another live concert after that 1972 performance. I think up until about 1994 when she would, when she opened Vegas. Uh, wow. Opened the uh, um the, the uh MGM Grand. So um and I saw her there that's the most ever spent on a concert ticket. That was 500 bucks a ticket in 19. 19- wow. Uh, yeah. And uh, so yeah, it's just a great album. It's just live. It's, she has some great medleys in there and uh, yeah, you guys will never hear it and that's okay. It was between that and Led Zeppelin four. And I just, wow. I just went back to live at the
0: forum.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. How'd you know we wouldn't steal that one, Bill?
0: Now, <clears throat> now give give us a couple of your also rands. Yeah.
3: Pink
2: Floyd, The Wall,
0: right on the wow. top of the
1: list. Beautiful. Fucking great. God, um, I listen to that. Cruising Second Street in El Cajon every Saturday night.
2: Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Troubled Water. Mm. Yep. Wow. Uh, Crosby Stills, Nash and Young, Deja Vu. Whew, so good. Carol King, Tapestry. Wow. Carol King, unrated. Yeah. Love that. Santana. Oh Santana's a, a original album, Santana. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Steely Dan, Asia. Mm. Just a just a couple that are on my list.
0: So the the couple that I uh
3: have mm. on my Going out of order, but go ahead. Oh
0: yep, sorry, Todd. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: <just kidding. laughs> wow. wow. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Sean. I'm right, good. All right, all right. You go. I'm uh, just totally messy. So uh with mom, I'll go Frank Sinatra, right? Anything. We'll go Gray's tits. I don't know any of the, the uh, album names. Um, for dad. I couldn't stand this, but he loved it. Bonnie Tyler's Totally Eclipse of the Heart. He loved the cheesiest Melissa Manchester, Laura Brinnigan, Bonnie Tyler um, albums of all time. Um, (laughs) I referenced Jimmy Buffett's Songs You Know by Heart. And again, I chose not to do compilations. Um, Eagles Hotel California. And my last one is going to be, and Sean, I think you might agree with me, any of the first three Garth Brooks albums were so good. So Dude. pure, so country. He rocked. He was not well known. And before he, he, before he was Garth Brooks, which not that he was bad after he was Garth Brooks, but there was something about yeah. any of those first three albums, which were so good. Yeah. So Garth, go. Uh, so three that weren't uh,
0: said. Um, journey, Escape, mm. um, you know, just the classic 80s music. Uh, Bob Marley, Legend. Could listen to wow, it. Wow, great one, yeah. Could listen oh, to yeah. it every day, all day, and never get tired of it. Um, yep. and then Michael Jackson Off the Wall. Uh I know Thriller is probably more of a popular one, but I think Thrill- Off the Wall is his best album.
3: For Michael
0: sure. yeah. is at his best.
1: Um I agree. God, I'm old. I'm so fucking old. Um, um Rolling Stones Exile on Main Street. Yeah, no one says uh, great right? album. Yep. Um yep. Beach Boys, I said Beach Boys in the Summer, uh, Eagle's Greatest Hits is kind of a cheap out on that. Um Doobie Brothers taking it to the streets. Uh, wow. I love that. That that's um I was always big Doobie Other fan. Some, a lot, and uh, and then Quarterflash Harden my heart. Harden I'm my heart. Kidding. I just mean, yeah. no, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> you know the best part of this category oh, nice. now? I don't think that was the name of the album. Now the best part of this category is the next two, three, four days. We're going to be like, oh, All
2: right. I do not even nobody think of that. Nobody, had, nobody the mentioned romantic, Van right?
3: Halen. Yeah. Van Halen didn't
2: make it. No, didn't mention Halen. Van Halen. Yeah. Oh, right? Damn it. There, Damn it. There's so many good albums that we didn't talk
0: about.
1: Uh, e. Michael M. Jackson Thriller. Did someone say? Are you Felix? on U2?
0: No I one said anything about U two. U two. Oh my God, Joshua Tree. Oh, my, Michael Jackson, you know, off man. the
1: wall, off the wall. I said that once again. You were too young. You did good.
3: I, good. He did, did say off. that. Yep. 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 You good. you. Josh,
0: Joshua Tree. Talk about special meaning. Uh, song five, yeah. running to stand still.
3: Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, Again, I'm, a huge,
2: gonna... I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan. I could think of four or five Bob Dylan albums that could yeah. make my list in makes a heartbeat. Me, makes me
0: think of Lost Lyrics, huh, <laughs> Yeah,
2: Interesting. Sean, you'll get a kick out of this. Amy Pattern uh, and I were going back and forth a little bit and private message. And I asked her, I said, is it weird that I'm kind of missing Lost Lyrics? On It was Friday night. <laughs> I'm kind of jonesing for Lost Lyrics here a little bit.
3: She, and she got a big kick out of it. Jenny said the same thing the last couple weeks. She's like, when's the next edition? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, and wait and
0: for it. Summer,
3: summer special. No, I I got this it's another great album. Hey,
1: you I should do all this. Hamilton songs with your lyrics. People have to oh, guess God. the song.
2: It's good. Elvis Costello. Oh, yeah. Ooh. His Allison? first album, My Aim Is oh. True.
1: Well, yes. Yeah.
2: Oh, that was Donald great
1: Fagan. Album. Donald Fagan, The Nightfly.
2: I know that's way fly. out
1: there. That's another great one. It's yep. so good. It's a deep right? track.
3: That's a deep track.
1: Boz yeah. Skaggs. Down to then left, not Silk Degrees, down to then left, Boss <laughs> <Fantastic> gags.
3: <laughs> one, more,
0: one more, more so for you than me, but my second, Paul's Boutique.
3: Oh, yeah. Beastie oh. Boys, Paul's Boutique. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Love Probably
0: it. more so than than Fight for Your Right to Party, you know, or what? what that, was that was Licensed
3: to Ill. Ill. Licensed no. to Ill. No, yeah. Paul, Paul's yeah. Boutique was brilliant in so many ways, yeah.
0: So, let's go around the horn. Mal, what, what do you got coming up
2: this week? Well, we have a lot of work going on this week. Uh, Three photo shoots. Uh, We have an inspection tomorrow morning on my son and daughter in law's uh, home that they're under contract on. So, uh, hopefully, by the end of the month, our grandbaby and our son and daughter in law will be living right around the corner, which will be kind of nice. What else do I have going on this week? Uh, I'm going back to the driving range. I'm going to tell you that. I
1: (laughs) I got work to do, don't
2: you? (laughs) I got a lot of work to do. I got to, you know. Um uh, the guy who said you can put your mind to if you put your mind to almost anything, you can do almost anything, obviously didn't play golf. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Uh because I'm overthinking things in a huge way, so I have to go back to the basics. So I'm gonna be going to the driving range. Uh the photo shoots, uh we're still uh you know getting up, showing up and doing the work, buddy, building relationships. Uh Making making the world a little better place one
0: one family at a time. That's awesome. Top D, what do you got?
3: Well, that's why I love tennis and, and pickleball. Not you don't think you just just play and react. So, <laughs> I'll games probably are have to get back
2: I, to that in golf. Spo- sports you sports you have to get think upset. with, I'm not you never. Good.
1: You never get upset on a pickleball court, Todd.
3: Oh oh, 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 for sure. Like but how, how about twenty
1: six straight points? How does that feel?
3: Uh, wow, I did Sorry. tell you that story, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. So again, I and Mel, I shared with these guys a million years ago. Golf is the greatest. It drives me crazy because the ball doesn't move. So you're standing over yeah. it. How is it so hard to hit? Because it's not moving. So not moving. logically, it's no. you, you got to wrap your head around it. Um, so, Bill, you mentioned uh, you you kind of teased it a minute ago. Uh, I'm gonna uh, Jenny and I watched Hamilton on Disney plus this last week and we watched it in two shifts, but we've committed in the next week, we're going to sit down and spend the, the three hours and, and just watch it. Um, really like it. Really like it. And I, I don't Pretty always cool. like um, Broadway musicals. I don't always hate it, but it's, it's really good. So I highly recommend it. Um, so business as usual for me, i um, going to try to uh, go belly to belly a little bit distancing with a mask, but actually see some customers this week. Um, so looking forward to that, um, again, hopefully slowly, slowly, slowly get back to normal. Um, but again, referencing, uh, what I said earlier on, uh, the random act of kindness, I'm going to uh, make it a goal just to, to touch base with one person, uh, this week, just, just call out of the blue and just, uh, just say, Hey, um, I don't know who it's going to be, but I'm just going to strategically try to think, or I may just randomly just go down my, my iPhone roll desk and just reach out to someone. Because uh, it means a lot when someone, do- someone does it to me. So I'm going to try to pay that back. So looking forward to a great week. Uh, what about you, uh, Bill?
1: Lee County trip tomorrow, Naples and Cape Coral. Hopefully safe and socially distanced and masked up to- as well. And uh, sometimes I can't control others. And, uh, but that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, on the podcast this week, it's Pam Blair. And Pam is a realtor in Portland, Oregon, introduced to me via kind of Molly McKinley and Wendy Thatcher, who works for, who introduced me to Shelly Z, right? Shelly Zavitz. So Paula Paula um, has her own real estate company, Sean. It's called Yoga Bug Real Estate. Wow. Oh, wow. So this is really all about taking your passion and bringing it into your business. And she does a great job with it. So uh, that's going to be our guest on Tuesday on the Real Estate Sessions podcast.
0: Right. And you're off to Lee County tomorrow,
1: just yep. for a day, quick in and out.
0: Okay, so
1: it'll be easy, yeah. And then the rest of the week, it's you know we're we're actually going to start doing a webinar a week, not 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 for a day like we did, <laughs> you know, when Oof. things got out of control here. Just one a week, and so I'm trying to come up with a couple of different topics, and uh, so I'll probably be reaching out to you. And not to mention, you know, we we are doing the book club, Sean. So I'm hoping you'll uh, be a part of that. I'll send you the invite. Yeah, for sure. And it, it is the number was reading between the lines. That was the one that won. So chapter one, Joe Rand, how to be a great real estate agent. So I was
3: going to ask, is it a and, is oh, it Joe, a Joe, by the way? No, not really. This is more Just industry really
1: focus on real estate. Yeah. And, um, That's all I could be motivation on the road. We'll see. But, but, uh, Joe already agreed to be at the, uh, book discussion, Sean. So yeah. very cool. That'll be fun. Having the author there.
0: Um, Guys, my week kicks off tomorrow morning early. I have a dermatology appointment, so just a little PSA, guys. Make sure you wear sunblock. A lot of my issues that I'm having now are because I didn't wear sunblock uh, while I was in Florida most of my Mm -hmm. life um, on the golf course. So that's something I always do now on the first tee and usually the tenth tee. And I know just move forward,
3: though, right? Don't beat yourself Uh, up. Just move forward. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yep. Um, But then I'm
3: heading up. Got a got a fun. uh, So Ryan
0: left this morning at 4:45 with three of his buddies uh, to upstate Michigan. One of his buddies owns a condo up there. They're kind of doing their last hurrah buddies up on the lake. Um, but Ryan needs to work at the end of this week and they're staying up a little longer. So, uh, I've got a week that I'm kind of open. So I told him, I said, you go up, have fun. I'll pick you up on Wednesday. Wow. Well, <laughs> before I started thinking about it, and it's a seven and a half hour drive. I mean, it's, it's way, it's the last city before UP? the bridge. So <laughs> okay. the upper before peninsula. Canada, right? And, uh, <laughs> no, before the, upper peninsula. and, um, so, so I kind of just said, I'll go pick you up on Wednesday, just to, just to get some windshield time, get away. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I could play golf up there. Maybe I could leave early and <laughs> stop in Grand Rapids and hit some breweries. Um, so I'm leaving tomorrow afternoon. I'm going to hit Grand Rapids. Rick Darby? I'm playing a course called Belvedere. I'll send you guys the link. Uh, it's in northern Michigan, in Charlevoix, Michigan. Hmm. Now it's hosted 40 Michigan amateurs. 40. Wow. The theme of the course is the way golf is meant to be played. Players Ooh. such as Bobby Jones, Walter Hagen, Gene Sarazen's played there. Um, super excited! I'll make sure I do lots of photos, maybe an Instagram story. Um, Going to be super cool. Uh, I'm most likely that when I called the kid to book a tee time, it's a private club, but they allow a couple outside groups per day. And as a single, I was able to get on. He goes, I said, um, "So can I walk, or do I have to take a cart?" He says, "Same price. You can walk, take." a cart doesn't matter you can walk nine holes take a cart nine holes doesn't matter so i'm playing at 3 15 so i'll be able to kind of watch the sunset over lake michigan uh yeah. and then uh, it's
1: gonna be a lot of fun so uh, are you gonna see vanis on that trip i are you gonna avoid him
0: No, i'm gonna pass kind <laughs> of around it but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but todd i will be seeing it sounds like a
2: great okay yeah right i didn't, I didn't it. know
0: that's cool see darby tomorrow to share a beer with him yeah so yeah yeah cool nice. and uh nice. and, um, and, well before i before i hit the road tomorrow i have a little uh, coaching call with the a team Ah, very cool. Yes. Amy and Adam, that's great. Amy, Adam. Cool. Yes. So, guys, good good conversation. Fun, great topic tonight, Mal. Uh, Todd, you're on the clock for next week, so start thinking of uh, Mount Rushmore and/or oh I, oh, I got
3: it. I got. It. I got it. I've been stressing about it, so I'm I'm planning ahead. <laughs> you already so. got yours. That's great. Well, yeah. <laughs> it, it, please send me send me reasons to pick something else. But I, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go you know, on behalf of uh, <laughs> Mal and Todd and Bill. I'm Sean Carpenter,
0: and as always, guys, thanks for listening. To the stare down.